Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! This is Snowman in the Morning, and it begins now. That's a spicy meatball! Excuse me, bitch! You know what? That makes me mad. I ask myself, is it worth it? I answer myself, yes, yes, it is worth it! Did you not get the memo? Did you get your coffee yet? Me neither. Hold on a minute. Ah, okay. Now we're ready. Good morning. Snowman in the morning on location. Here in uh, Dayton, Ohio. Man, we got a ton of to get to i got uh, a couple buddies coming on with me jj neely will come at the top of the second hour and uh, uh jonathan mathis will join me in a couple of moments antoine smitty smith from the smitty machine sports debate set to join me as well and uh, snowman in the morning can be found on twitter instagram facebook and Snapchat, all using the ID SIT Morning. Got a very important lesson from a potential advertiser about using hashtags. I will get better at it. Just stick with me. I'm trying to get the right people in place so we can pull off everything. The uh, website, snowmanofthemorning.com, is under is uh, under reconstruction. And that will be ready probably towards the top of the year. The top of the, top of the new year. I'm lining up some great people to come on. Uh, on a regular basis, uh, Betty Cantley, who usually talks NBA with me uh, today, being Tuesday, that's going to move to Friday because uh, she had some health concerns comes up, come up, and she asked me, "Can uh, we move it to Friday?" And I said, uh, "I said certainly." Jonathan Mathis will come on in 120 seconds, and I have a, I got a, um, oh, dog on it. I know what I did. I know what I did wrong. I had a I, I got a story out of Iowa that I'll expand on here. I'll, I'll expand on during the uh, second second segment. But to begin this morning, why am I talking about this man again? That man being Levar Ball. As we're at a Starbucks here in Dayton, Ohio, or outside of, outside of Dayton, Ohio, actually in Fairborn. Why are we talking about this man, LeVar Ball, again? Because in simplest terms, he has gone entirely too far. Entirely too far. And what prompted this 
was a post that I saw from a good friend of mine, the co-host from Outsider Sports Live, and he's also a sports writer, and he made a very poignant post about one LeVar Ball saying, basically, enough is enough. I welcome Jonathan Mathis to the hotline this morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's a little cold on the, on the West Coast, but I'm feeling fine this morning. <laughs> Where are you at? I'm in California, you're Southern in Ca- California. Oh, you're in Southern California. Why are y'all cold yes, if it's Southern yes. California? <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, it's usually cold in the mornings and then it heats up in the you okay. know, afternoon. Right. Okay. I saw your post and I had to have you on because LeVar Ball... I mean, I applaud him as a father for being there in his kids' lives, in his family's life. But enough mm-hmm. is enough. Enough is bleeping enough. I couldn't agree more. Enough is enough. And, you know, it, it's like every day he's a 24-7 news cycle. Just hush your mouth, zip it, and let your kids play. Let their game do the talking. And you just sit back and you watch, you know, but he's turning his kids into commodities. You know, he's all about himself. And basically what he's doing, Brian, he's living out his dream. Through his kids. Yeah, through his kids. Exactly. He's living out his dreams through his kids. Because he didn't and, do anything at Washington he, State. Right. He couldn't right, do it. Right. He, couldn't he do never a damn, had a chance at the NBA. Exactly. He couldn't do a damn thing at Washington State, and now he's trying to live – vicariously through his kids. Now, there is a there is a limit to that. I am a parent, and I totally understand uh, to a point, to a very small point, what he wants to do. But come on, man. Your kids, got, your kids got more talent than you. Face up to it. Be a dad and step back. Exactly. Exactly. Step back and, you know, don't be a blowhard. That's exactly what he is. He's a blowhard. Yep. You know, he, he's all about him. He's selfish to an extent, you know, to a degree. Now, I support him, you know, in a way because he's a great father. He's been there in their lives. Done. You know, he, you know he's been there every step of the way. Yep. But he's talking too much. He's talking Entirely. too much. He needs to just, you know, like I said, just sit back, enjoy the ride, let his sons develop. Let the Lakers develop his son, Lonzo. Let the kids stay in school. You know, I think they're – I think they'll develop as players in time if they stay in school, if he lets his son stay at UCLA. And why do you want to withdraw him all of a sudden? Why do you want him to pull back out of UCLA? Why? Because your son got suspended for his wrongdoings? Because he made a, a, a poor judgment when he was overseas in China, where he was there to experience another part of the world. Instead, he took it as an opportunity to go and do something stupid, something that was you know, a, a, a crime by stealing, shoplifting in a store of all places in a foreign country? Come on. you He has to pay the consequences. Leandro Ball must pay the consequences, and that's why he is suspended indefinitely. And, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, LeVar Ball, but your son did wrongdoing. Now stop being in denial and stop pointing the finger at UCLA and let your son sit on a bench as he deserves to. You know something, when I first saw Lonzo Ball play, and a lot of people are not going to like this assessment, 
I wasn't then, and I'm still not impressed with him. I wasn't impressed with him at Chino Hills. He got all this pub, and my next two words are, for what? Yeah, well, you know, a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's a UCLA product, number one. Uh, number two, a lot of it has to do with his dad hyping him up. That, that's the big one right there. I mean, you know, one of his sons, I think his youngest son is uh, Leangelo. He already has a, a signature shoe yep. as a high schooler. Yep. And he took him out of Chino Hills High to take him into homeschooling. You know, so a lot of it has to do with the publicity that they're receiving as young kids, and I think that's putting a tremendous amount of pressure on them. And, you know, it's, it's you know, honestly, he's horming his kids more than he's helping them, to be honest with you. He's in the way. He, he really is. He, he's at, in the way. He's absolutely he wants in the, the way. Spotlight. He, he wants the spotlight on him. Because he never and got it. Sons. And it's really sad. <laughs> it's really sad. Listen. I lived in Chicago for many, many years, and there was a fellow by the name of Michael Jordan who played there for 13 years, and we got to know his kids through him, but not all in the spotlight. When Exactly. James, when James and Marcus both signed to play at Loyola, yeah, at Loyola Academy in, Will, in Wilmette, and I had a chance to see them play, yeah, it was a big, it, it, it was a big thing because, hey, the real king wears 23. The real king's Michael Jordan, in my opinion. Okay, this is from watching Magic and Dr. J and 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 the Showtime Lakers for many years. But be that as it be that as it may, Michael Jordan stepped back and was a father to his kids, watching them exactly. play, watching his daughter exactly. Jasmine, watching his daughter Jasmine grow up and become an athlete. He stepped back and was a dad. Did he have an? Did Michael Jordan have an aura about him? Come on, it's Michael Jordan. Do you have to ask that question? Right, exactly. And as a parent, that's what you should do. Exactly. You should just enjoy. You should just enjoy your kids um, having their moment. It's their moment to shine, not your moment to shine. Yes, you're the father. Yes, you've been in their lives, and, and I applaud you for that because a lot of fathers are not in their kids' lives. But yes. the kids, you you need to just let the kids play. And stop being an attention seeker. It is not about you. It is about your kids. And I think this is hurting their development. It is. I really think it's hurting their development. I really think it's slowing down the process of them becoming something great. Now, I'm not knocking them. I'm, I think they have potential. I'm rooting for them to be successful. You know, I'm rooting for them to go all the way. But, again, when you have a big mouth daddy that wants all the attention on him, it's kind of hard to focus on the game of basketball. It really is. You can't tell me this is kind of messing with these kids in their, is, in their minds. It is. You know, it, it, it has to be. You know, it's hard to put their dad in the shadows when he's in the spotlight, when he's, you know, stepping out there trying to be a, 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 a clown because exactly what this is, this is a clown show. And it's I worse to than that a clown show. It's I, I, I pointed it, it, that out in my post last night. It's a clown show. It is. It, it's a, it's a it's an absolute disaster. You know, it, it really is, and it's really sad. It's really unfortunate that a man in his I think his 
close to his fifties mm-hmm. or, or late forties or what, however, whatever age he is, needs this much attention. It, it, it's really sad. He's he's arrogant. He's you know, he's talkative, and he thinks he knows it all. And you can't tell the man nothing. The man was on CNN for crying out loud. That tells you something right there. You know, he was on WWE in a wrestling ring for crying out loud. I mean, this man will go anywhere he can be seen. It's just, it's, it's crazy. It's nonsense. It's, it's preposterous. It's a clown show, just like you said. It's an absolute. Exactly. It's an absolute clown show. This is the one. Here's one game that did not sell me on Lonzo Ball, and it won't sell me on Lonzo Ball. Now, do I want him to get better in my heart of hearts? Yes, I do. Do I want him to fully develop as a player? Yes, I do. But as you mentioned, he's got his blowhard of a father behind him, pushing him. And the right. statement that he uttered last this past spring saying mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball was better is better than a two-time MVP and a two-time champion and of course I'm referring to one Stephen Curry really man yeah that, that, he's not even, he, uh, tr- truthfully he does not belong in the same conversation thank you as Stephen Curry because for one Stephon Curry has championship. Number two, Stephon Curry has proven himself at the NBA level. And Stephen How Curry went and Stephen Curry went to Davidson College. He went to college for three years. He uh, he got only a exactly. little bit of inf- he got only got a little bit of influence from his dad, who of course is Dell Curry, broadcaster for the Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. Dell Curry stepped mm-hmm. back and was a father to Stephen and Seth. And Seth is finally starting to develop, and I couldn't be happier. This situation is nothing but a clown show. Exactly. And, and people are laughing at him, are laughing at his kids and, and him. And, and it's sad. It's, it's, it's becoming laughable. It, it really is. You know and it what? shouldn't be that way. Cause it he, really should. He's embarrassing his kids, and he's embarrassing himself. Mm-hmm. He is. And when he you know, said he really when he said Stephen Curry, when he said Lonzo would be better or was better than Stephen Curry, you know what I'm hoping for and I know this is wrong. I know everybody wants to be competitive in the NBA. But I hope the next time those two meet that Golden State hangs 200 points on them and Stephen gets a fourth of those. <laughs> There's no hey, way Gold look look you know? there's there's no way Golden State should have hung with look the Lakers should have hung with Golden State but Golden State was in the midst of a bad stretch even though they won that game in overtime. I yes, hope well, to you know, God. Well, you know, Curry's injured. He got a messed up yep. finger, you know. You yep. have uh, an injured not 100% Kevin Durant. So it made sense. It it did. It it made sense and and uh and uh and, and yet the Warriors still continue to win. Figure that out. But at the yes. same time, when that when the Warriors get completely healthy, when Steph recovers from his, his injury, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, and we all know they're playing through their injuries, they're probably going to play through till Christmas, then get a couple days off. I hope the next time they meet, that Golden State becomes the first NBA team to hang 200 points on someone else. Okay. Man, that's and how the next bad. Time they meet, I think it's I think it's in the Bay Area. The next time it's in meet. Oakland. 
Do you yes. do you know how loud that joint's gonna be? Do you know how loud yes. Oracle uh, Arena is going to be? <laughs> and, and 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 Lonzo Ball, sad to say, he has a target on his back. And it's strictly his dad's think, fault. Think, yes, and I think Patrick Beverly illustrated that best on opening night. Yep, he sure did. And like I said, I'm hoping Golden the NBA, son. Yeah. I'm 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 really I know this is bad of me and y'all gonna have to forgive me, but this is the fan in me talking, not the journalist, but this is the fan in me talking. I hope Golden we State We all have those moments, so go ahead. You've been there. You've been there. <laughs> I I'm hoping Golden State hangs two hundred points on him. Just to shut them up. <laughs> Just to oh, shut, the, just to shut them up. Is a lot, but hey, I, I want to see Golden State hang. In a way, I think. Yeah, they, I think they'll be healthier by then. Hopefully. Give me at least a, give me at least 150. All right, I hope Golden State gives to, gives me at to, least 150 to, to make the today. Statement, huh? To make the to sa- make a statement, right? Yep, yep. It took 127 and over. It, it it took 127 points in overtime for them to beat the Lakers in Los Angeles. I'll say it again. <laughs> I'll say it again. Do you know how loud Oracle Arena is going to be and how they're going to lustily boo Lonzo Ball every time he touches the ball? And you got to play the oh, champ- it's going to be ruckus. And you going to be ruckus for sure. And you got to play the world champions in their house? Yes. Oh, that, that place is going to be deafening for sure. You know how much of a target LeVar Ball has put on his kids' backs? And now with LiAngelo being suspended indefinitely, and I was even more harsh than that when, when folks asked me, let me get your take on this. Should he have been expelled immediately, or is the indefinite suspension good enough? I think he should have been suspended for a season, not indefinitely, because indefinitely really has no meaning. I wrote that in my, in my column right. when, when, this, right. when this story happened. And, you know, indefinite really has no meaning. Indefinite can mean a month, can mean, it can mean a year, it can even mean a week. So... I thought maybe he should have been suspended a year. I, I don't. I, I think. I think expel would have been a bit too harsh. You know, even though you know yeah. he, he committed a crime. You know, but I think a year's suspension fit the punishment. It, it fits. It fits. You know, the crime. Just have it. Sta- but of yeah. course, they 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 want to sit back and yep. you know investigate the the issue. What is there to investigate? Oh, come- they shoplift from three stores. Exactly. There's nothing to investigate. They got the they they got the evidence. The punishment should fit it. Period. The punishment exactly. should fit it. Talking with Jonathan so Mathis. I think, I think I think I think an indefinite suspension is ambiguous. Honestly, it is. It's very ambiguous because it could mean a game. It could mean five games. It could mean ten games. And I bet you any kind of money, John, that they're going to limit it to ten games. They're going to limit it to ten. They're going to limit it to ten games, and still allow mm-hmm. him to play. I don't think that's right. Yes, but you know, you heard the story yesterday that his dad is threatening to withdraw him from yeah. the program. Why? But why though? His son is the one who made the mistake. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I was pointing out earlier. Because this is just—it's crazy. You know, you're in denial about your son's wrongdoings. Why not come out as a man and say, I-, I'm, I apologize, my son made a mistake. You know, you know, your, your son showed more remorse than you did. 
and your then son was apologetic. Yeah. Like you. Oh yeah. And, and then Why for the you come out and be a father and say my son made a mistake. He needs to serve a suspension for this. And, and then, this is worthy of a punishment. And then for Lavar to say, at first, it's not that big of a deal. Oh really? You're across country lines here. Right. Exactly. It's not that big of a deal, but your son was in China. It could have been locked up. Could have been locked up. He's lucky that the president. For a long time. Yes. Or he could have been locked up. And that was another ridiculous incident to the Twitter war between the president and, oh, my goodness, and him. That just just unnecessary. It, it, it was uncalled for. Really. To be honest with you, but that's another topic for another day. <laughs> Jonathan Mathis joining the snowman here to kick off our Tuesday edition of Snowman in the Morning, talking all things Lavar Ball. And let me tell you, let me let me say this. I I, I started with this point. The um, the game that didn't impress me was the regional semifinal with UCLA and Kentucky, and De'Aaron Fox lit him up for 39 points and to me that took Lonzo Ball out of my head I just don't think he's ready for the NBA game I didn't think he was ready for the college game yeah well you know he probably should have stayed in college for a few years but you know a lot of these players oh man they don't want to stay in college anymore they want to be one and done players yep and you know a lot of it has to do with uh, financial reasons, a lot of it has to do with getting a top dollar uh, contract because they know if they come out that year, they can end up, you know, as a top pick in the draft. So exactly. That's why a lot of players, you know, forgo their sophomore seasons, their junior seasons, or, you know, even their senior seasons. But in this case, Lonzo Ball didn't have to leave. He's financially comfortable. He comes from a financially uh, stable family you know he he grew up in a fluid community yep. Yep. in chino hills which is which is about uh 30 to 45 minutes from where i'm at right now uh you know so he didn't have to really leave you know his dad has money his family has money they do a reality tv show that makes them more money he has a big baller brand his dad's trying to get out there as an entrepreneur so they have more than enough money so he could have stayed and, you know, uh, horn his craft as a basketball player at the collegiate level Absolutely. before, you know, declaring for the NBA draft. So I agree. I agree. Totally. And, you know, as, as we're talking NBA, we may as well just open the floor to some NBA talk here. I got, um, I got uh, my take on the college football playoff coming in about 15 minutes from now with uh, Antoine Smitty-Smith. So stay with us, folks. You know – there's a player in the NBA right now, and you've heard me post about him, you've heard me talk about him on the show, that has gotten hyped up and pumped up for 15 years, and I still wonder why. And that player is LeBron James. I don't understand why they continue to hype up someone who, in my very humble opinion, is not all the way there. Period. Well, to simplify things for you, the NBA needs a, a handsome face. They need <laughs> they need somebody to be. They, it's true. They need somebody to yeah. be the symbol of the yep. of the brand. And they're trying their hardest to make LeBron 
the symbol of the brand. But you have to keep in mind, there is other players out there that is just as good, if not better, than LeBron James. Now, don't get me wrong. LeBron James is talented. Okay, on so many levels. The man is has the greatest physical attributes out there. Granted. Okay. Uh, all right, but you, you're, you're overhyping him to an extent that you want him to be the next Michael Jordan, and that's not happening. There will never be another MJ. I always say that. I sound repetitive never. when I say that because it's there true. Never there will, will never be another Michael Jordan. Ever. And I don't but want LeBron there to be James another. Is his own player. I, I don't want there to be a, another that? Michael. I don't want there to ever be another Michael Jordan. There's only one of him. Period. There's only one Michael Jordan. There's only Jordan. one of each player. There's only one of Magic Johnson. There's only one yep. of Dr. J. There's only one of Larry Bird. Every Oscar Robinson. There's no, yeah, there's only one of each player. There would never be a replica. A rep- Jonathan Matthew, talk some more NBA, man. Oh, certainly. Uh, it was a pleasure to come on today and talk to you this morning and your guest. I appreciate that. Thanks for calling in, my friend. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Hey, it was a pleasure. Uh, Brian, you have a wonderful day. Snowman in the Morning is back 31 after the first hour. I got J.J. Neely coming on for the second hour to talk all things Cowboys. But let me... uh, Let me get into this. The college football playoff is is a fraudulent system. Let me explain what I mean. And I'm speaking as a, and I'm speaking more as a fan than anything else. My good buddy Michael Hogue, listen to me. I do more than 150 games umpiring and refereeing. Is that before or after you get out the wheelchair, young man? And I'm kidding as I say that. Now, the college football playoff system is a fraudulent system, and I'll tell you why. This, these are my thoughts. First and foremost, there's only four teams in. Secondly, it only involves the Power Five conferences. How unfair is that? And I'll ask a question that I have posed several times over. If Division Two and Division Three can come up with a system, Division One AA as well, can come up with a playoff system that benefits everybody, why can't Division One A do the same thing? In the end, it's all about money, you know. And I've long since um, come to that conclusion. But be that as it may, if you're finally going to have a playoff system, you have to take it, you, you have to do it right and make it fair for everybody to be able to complete, compete for a championship, not just the Power Five conferences. This is my argument for one team that ran the table. That team is the University of Central Florida. Central Florida ran the table and beat everybody in front of them, including Memphis, in a great American Athletic Conference championship game. And yet they will not even get a snip of the top ten. They got a New Year. well, actually they did because they got a New Year's Day Bowl against Auburn. If you are so hell-bent, if the fans and the schools and all the boosters are so hell-bent into proving the little schools don't compete with them, let them prove it on the field. 
in the last stages of the BCS, you had one sample of that, or actually two. You had two samples of an argument that the schools that are not in the Power Five conference do not need to be competing with those within the Power Five. The first example, Florida State blew out Northern Illinois. And the second sample, UCF outscored Baylor. Now, Central Florida has a chance to prove themselves when they take on the Auburn Tigers, the SEC West Division champions and championship game runner-up. I thought the idea of crowning a champion was to have the best team prove it on the field. Now, I already know there are some other mitigating circumstances that could come into play, like uh, school schedules, like, oh, I don't know, travel expenses. But the Power Five conferences are making so much money hand over fist, they should be able to cover that with no problem, plus send the proper personnel to them to help them get situated. It's not right. And Western Michigan went through this same thing last year. When they ran the table, P.J. Flex said, we should have a chance to compete, and I agree. Will they ever expand it? Now, my suggestion was to expand it to 16 teams. I know for a fact that won't happen for at least 10 years. In fact, according to the um, notes of the contract, the broadcast contract that I was given, and of course ESPN has their hands in the pot, that needs to change is it's a 12-year deal with it being four teams. They need to change that. They need to not let ESPN monopolize everything. It's become a monopoly. They need to change it and put it on network television and let the, fan, the true fans, if you really want the true fans to appreciate college football again, because even some of them are stepping away, if you really want the true fans to appreciate college football again and get them excited about watching it, then you need to do then you need to get it out of ESPN's hands and put it on network television. That way when someone's subscription fee cannot cover ESPN or ESPN2 or how many other doggone channels ESPN has, they can tune in and watch the game. Period. It needs to be simplified. Now I will make a concession and I'll say it again. They will not expand to 16 teams, at least not in the very near future. They can at least expand it to eight. If you want to dispel the argument that Central Florida cannot compete with any school from the Power Five, which I think is bullshit because I believe they're going to beat Auburn on New Year's Day, then let the kids prove it on the field. If UCF is chomping at the bit to take on a school from a power five in a playoff system that could be equal for everybody, then let them, let them prove it. They did it to Baylor, outscoring them 52 to 42. You know, I got a suggestion from my friend Mike, says put it back on ABC. Oh no, 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 no. ABC is not independent of ESPN. I would not touch ABC. I'd put it on CBS. You really want to piss some subscribers off and get them out of ESPN's clutches? I'd put it back on CBS. 
you know, the network that houses the SEC. Once upon a time, CBS was the king of college football. They had games from every conference, Big Ten, Big Eight, SEC, um, um, Pac-12. It just depends on the region. You want to piss them off? Put it back on CBS. Make CBS an offer they can't refuse. I wouldn't like it on ABC. I still would feel that ESPN stench. And I've been feeling that stench since 2006. But before I get too far off target, that's a rant for another day. I really feel, A, the playoff needs to expand to eight teams. B, conference championship winners should be put into play. And C, you can get a couple of more at-large teams with the runner-up of a conference championship game which means TCU would get an opportunity, which means Memphis would get an opportunity, which means Wisconsin would get an opportunity. You see where I'm going here? Which means Auburn would get a shot. You see where I'm going with this? And would also open the door for the Pac-10. But they ruined themselves with their... Horrible play this year. Even though Stanford and USC put on one hell of a championship game at Levi Stadium in San Francisco or Santa Clara. I just don't think that it's po- I don't think that it's possible to determine a champion without having at least eight teams. And it's easy to work out the work out the schedule with classes and all where you can host the first four games on campus. Make the travel easy. Make it easy on the kids and have them host it. At least the first round. Have the first round on campus. Then they really would see, then you really would see the kids tested mentally, especially when weather comes into play. Now, the four teams that are in the playoffs, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Oklahoma. I didn't want to argue for Alabama, but considering the fact that Ohio State got demolished at Iowa five weeks ago when JT Barrett's first throw was a pick six, Ohio State played themselves out of the playoff. They played themselves out. They absolutely played themselves out. They've been inconsistent all year. They lose a game to a playoff team in Oklahoma, which came into the horseshoe and smacked them around. Then they get smacked around on the road at Iowa. Ohio State had no business getting in the playoff in the first place, and I'm glad they didn't. UCF had every UCF had every reason to be in. And the simplest reason of all, they beat everybody on their schedule. Take strength of schedule out of the equation and look at wins and losses. Did they beat everybody in front of them? Yes. Did they put up a lot of numbers? You damn right they did. And yes, I said damn, and my little one would flag me for being uh, for 
disobeying uh, disobeying the potty police, but he's six years old and he's allowed to do that. But just like Western Michigan, UCF beat everybody in front of them, and they have one hell of a quarterback in McKenzie Milton. Doesn't have the strongest arm, but he's got a lot of intellect, and he's got a lot of touch on his throws. UCF had the best offense in the nation, period. Well, I take that back. They had the second best because there's Oklahoma, and Oklahoma's going to get a test from Georgia. But you mean to tell me because a team runs the table, goes 13-0, they're not allowed a shot at the playoffs, at, they're not allowed a shot in the playoffs because they don't play in one of the more recognizable conferences in the country? That's bullshit to me. That is complete and utter nonsense. There have been so many teams in this fourth year of existence of the playoff system that deserved a chance. Penn State, hello. Last year, they win the Big Ten Championship. They get in the Rose Bowl, but it's not in the playoff rotation. And here's another thing you need to do. You need to keep, you need to find a way to keep the luster of the bowl games. Man. You need to find a way to keep the luster of the bowl games. And yes, the big four are involved. But again, you mean to tell me a team runs the table and they don't get a sniff of the playoff because it's only four teams and you get two teams from the SEC that are in? In theory, the committee got it right. In practice, they got it wrong. You can argue strength of schedule all you want. You can argue unrecognizable, didn't beat a top 25 team all you want. You can argue all of that. The fact of the matter remains, they kicked everybody's asses in front of them. Period. They kicked everybody's asses in front of them. The last two games came down to the wire against uh, University of South Florida and Memphis. Yeah, those games came down to the wire. But at the same time, they won. Period. Penn State won the Big Ten title last year. They won the Big Ten title game last year. They beat Ohio State earlier in the year. And Ohio State gets in? That's more brand recognition than anything else. That is more brand recognition than anything else, and it's not fair. I say not fair. And that system needs to change. First thing it needs to do is to expand. It needs to expand. And I'll even compromise and say eight teams, although I'm thinking 16. But I know the big boys don't want to ruin their cash cow, which are the players. That's an argument for another day.
That's an argument for another day, and I understand that. But at the same time, the system needs to change. The BCS was imperfect. We all know that. And this system is imperfect. They're never, Division One AA, two and three got it right. One A got it wrong. I am so sick and tired of a player that has been hyped up for nothing for 15 seasons. I've had people say to me, LeBron James will be one of the greatest players when he retires. No, not even. LeBron James is one of the most mediocre players I have ever seen play in my life. And I always go back to the word fundamentals because as great of an athlete that LeBron James is, as great of an athlete he is, his basketball skills are non-existent. I said it, and I meant it. And I'm going to continue to say it and mean it. Because when you've been spoiled watching players like Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, I'll throw a few, I'll throw a few in there that maybe some people didn't watch back in the day, like Alex English, like Kevin Johnson. You know how I feel about Michael Jordan. You know how I feel about Magic Johnson. You know how I feel about Julius Irving. And yet they're going to compare this guy to them? No. No. I cannot, have not, and will not make that comparison. Some of the things he does off the court as a philanthropist, yeah, I can get with that. But on the court, no. And after watching a video uh, courtesy of Carcino for Life, he's a horrible teammate. Derrick Rose was not in a good state of mind mentally. He was contemplating retirement. And now one phone call from LeBron. Again, though, uh, those notes are courtesy of Carcino for Life. Got to give credit where credit's due. You want to have a guy like that leading your team? Let me back this up with a story. When Ron Harper joined the Bulls and Michael Jordan made his return, do you know Ron Harper, Michael Jordan, and Scottie Pippen formed something called the Breakfast Club where they would get together and lift weights in the morning, then have breakfast, and then have another workout? Those are teammates for you. I've hung around better teammates in high school than with what I've seen with LeBron. Hell, there was one game against, I want to say, the Atlanta Hawks. Victor, correct me on this one. Where at the tail end of overtime, he walked off the floor. Leaving his teammates there to absorb the rest, the, the end of the game and the embarrassing finish for losing to a team that you should have beaten on your home floor. And everybody wants to paint LeBron as the reason that the Cavs are on this winning streak right now. 
No. It's because they turned the screws defensively as a team. I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to fall flat on their ass during the second half of the year. And I will continue to say that. They're going to fall flat on their asses. And LeBron's going to be the reason. Everybody wants to talk about how great LeBron is because he's playing so many minutes. Um, Newsflash, minutes wear on you. In case you haven't noticed. In case you haven't realized. In case you haven't gotten a clue. When Michael Jordan returned to basketball, he didn't attack the rim as much as he once did. He found another way. He attacked with a jump shot, which is something LeBron hasn't had in 15 season. Fifteen seasons, he hasn't had a uh, consistent jump shot. You know what's something else that kind of pisses me off about LeBron James? The fact that he travels most of the time and he's allowed to get away with it. Here's something else. They are playing as much as I love the Golden State Warriors. I got to call a spade a spade. This is the softest era of the NBA that we have seen since Michael Jordan left. I have not fully been into it as I once was, admittedly. I've gotten pieces back in I've gotten pieces of my heart back into it lately. But I'll tell you something. I haven't been impressed with LeBron from his rookie year to now. And I won't ever be impressed with him. I don't care about the numbers he puts up. I don't care who he passes in scoring on the scoring leader list, regular season or playoffs, because this past postseason he passed Michael Jordan. I say, who cares? And the only reason, the only reason LeBron James has passed Michael Jordan in in, 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 in playoff points, LeBron's played longer. That's it. Now, there were players that played their hearts out back in the day. I know I've said that many times before, and I mean every word of it. There were players that played their hearts out back in the day. And they were not given the credit that they were due. Can I give you a couple right now? Alex English. Kevin Johnson. Dan Marley. Tom Chambers. Gary Flippin' Payton, and he's a Hall of Famer. Sam Perkins. All have done more on the floor. The stats won't show it. But all of them have done more than LeBron James has. And I'll say it again. 
I do not care. I have not cared and will not care about the numbers LeBron James puts up. And I'll blame LeBron James for what's happened to Derrick Rose. I blame LeBron James for what's happened to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Period. Period. I've already said he doesn't have and will not ever have a consistent jump shot. He won't ever have that because he doesn't work on it. At least Shaquille O'Neal got the clue that he needed a post game and he couldn't dunk on everybody. At least Shaquille O'Neal figured it out. Michael Jordan figured it out. Robert Ory certainly figured it out by taking his game 25 feet beyond the basket. 2002 Western Conference Finals. But there are some players that play in the NBA that deserve a lot more credit than LeBron James does, period. And I'll say it again. Take the stats off the board. I don't care about the numbers he puts up. I don't care about how many triple-doubles he has on this night or this night or whatever. I don't care. And the biggest fraudulent argument about LeBron James is when people say he makes his teammates better. That's garbage. That is complete and utter bullshit. Name a player, I challenge anybody to name a player to me that LeBron James has made better. I know the first argument is going to be Kyrie Irving. False. Kyrie Irving was an all-star well before LeBron returned to Cleveland. I think LeBron ran Kyrie out of Cleveland, and he's going to run everybody else out of there too, the, the franchise is going to be in shambles, and watch what will happen at the end of this year when they fail to make the playoffs, or if they get in the playoffs, they won't get past the second round. LeBron James is going to leave again. Call it what you want. They're gonna, he's going to leave again. He's absolutely going to leave again. He came back to Cleveland for what? To win a fraudulent championship for the Cavaliers? They handed him that title. They handed LeBron and the Cavaliers that championship. But be that as it may, Cleveland had their title. But the wrong person got the most valuable player. That unanimous MVP should have been Kyrie Irving's, not LeBron's. Even with LeBron there, Kyrie was more of a leader than LeBron was. And Kyrie is proving it in Boston. He's proving it. And I'll say Kyrie's not the most complete player, but he has more heart than LeBron James. He absolutely has more heart than LeBron James ever will on the court. Period. Now, I know to a lot of LeBron stands, I'm saying a couple of very blasphemous statements, but I don't care. A lot of people will agree with me on some of these statements. Play them back in your head. Let it sink in. LeBron James is the most mediocre basketball player I have ever seen. No jump shot. He's a defensive liability. 
He does not run an offense. He holds the ball entirely too long. He shoots the ball entirely too much. He's trying to be Michael Jordan 15 years later, and he is not. The numbers may say otherwise, but the play on the court says exactly what I'm saying. It is saying exactly what I have been saying since the first moment I laid eyes on LeBron James. And I met him at Cedar Point No. 2. And I'm wondering what all the ballyhoo is. I'm still wondering all, what all the ballyhoo is. I have never seen more mediocre basketball come from one player. The player who caused his team to get their ass kicked by the world champion Golden State Warriors a year ago. And it should have been a three-peat for Golden State, but somebody dry snitched on Draymond Green and LeBron's connected to it, and y'all know he is. Had Draymond Green not been suspended for Game 5 of the 2016 Finals, it's a five-game conquest. I don't care what people say to me about, oh, now you're talking conspiracy. No, it's been proven. It is fact. You can say... LeBron averaged a triple-double in the finals this past spring all you want. It doesn't matter. He hurt his team more than helped them. And the only reason they stole game four is because they were hot from three-point distance. If they don't make 24 three-point goals, they get swept. Hell, Kevin Durant is more of a complete player than LeBron James is, and Kevin has proven it. And I'll end with this. At least Kevin had the balls to take the game-winning shot with the game on the line. At least Kevin Durant had the balls to put his team on his back and say, I'm going to win this and pick up my teammates. Anybody ever see LeBron do that? I haven't. And I don't think I will. Yeah, did you not get the memo? Oh, sorry. <laughs> second hour of Snowman in the morning, eight minutes beyond uh, the second hour. Tomorrow, during the second hour, I got Rick Curdy coming on the line with me talking updates about bringing Major League Baseball to Charlotte, North Carolina. That is tomorrow. Follow us on our socials as we are on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter by using the ID at SIT Morning. Hey, people! I got a friend of mine on the line to talk some cowboy mess. His name is J.J. Neely. What up? What's going on, man? Good to have you on, partner. Good to be on. Thanks for uh, inviting me. <laughs> All right, man. You're a cowboy fan. You've seen the mess develop. What the hell's going on? <sighs> We talking we we talking from like a business standpoint, fan standpoint, what are we talking about? Because I can tell you that point is... blank and I can tell you tactfully, you know, your choice. <laughs> 
you pick a point and go with it, partner. This is your hour. You pick a point and go with it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, here's the thing. Let's start off with this past Sunday. The Cowboys needed the Eagles to do what? To Win, lose. Right? Yep. Um, lose, sorry. Wait, what was it? Did they win? <laughs> <laughs> off with a mistake. You see, okay, that right there is Cowboys Nation in a bubble. Bam. We don't know what's going on. You got people that do, and you got it, – it, it's a mess. It, it really is. Like, why are we depending on somebody else to make our destiny? <laughs> because that's the and best there is. by the way, the Eagles' success is a fluke. <laughs> it really <laughs> I will say it is. You saw where the Cowboys were last year. We were in the very same position. Right. Where the hell are we right now? Ooh, can we say that on the air? Oh, I'm sorry. You're fine. You're fine. You're f- JJ. Where are the Cowboys A- right J- now? JJ. Yeah. A, this is your big brother you're talking to. And B, how many cuspids have we have we had? Huh? Mm. More, more of them than I've got fingers and toes, I, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, goodness. Oh, my God, the Cowboys. Can, can we bring back the days of Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith? Oh, please. Daryl Johnston. Please. <laughs> so... Please. Okay, so in a bubble, Cowboy Nation doesn't even know what's going on. <laughs> I, we're we're like yeah, we're we're just kind of like what? I mean, you got Jason Garrett making bad coach coaching decisions during games, and what is he doing? I'll you add, got the Cowboys making huh? I'll add three words. It's Jason Garrett. <laughs> no, it's no. not just him. It's not just him? <laughs> no. He's the one making the decisions, yeah. But the Cowboys got to back it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, this and, is very true. And if they decide to go for it on fourth and two, somebody's ass better be running for the first down marker. Not five yards behind it. This is the time, on, on a fourth and two, this is the time where y'all need, and I'll just put it in three words, and I think you know this name, Daryl Moose Johnston. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All the freaking live long day, yes. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> Look, look, the 49ers had two fullbacks, Tom Rathman and William Floyd. The Dallas Cowboys had Daryl Johnson, and with fullbacks, you fear them on short yardage. Where is that fear right now? Where is that fear right now? Fear? What's fear? (laughs) There is no fear. (laughs) From what I've seen, okay, I'm a big-time hockey and football fan, and you yes. know this. Yes, This team very much reminds me of the Dallas Stars of last year. Oh, my God. <laughs> they would put backups in. 
that they would put backups in against the stars because they know that the stars were weak. There's no fear. That's how I relate it, anyway. Uh, okay. The, the, okay. They could, you you ready? I'll make a I'll make a comparison to some of the games I've called. And I know my friend Michael Hoga is listening in Indianapolis. That's like, okay, I'll tell this story. I was uh, in Chicago in 2010, and I had to do a high school game with Rock Island and Dunbar. Now, Rock Island is way down in southern Illinois. All right, and Dunbar was a city school. By sheer numbers... Rock Island brought everybody. And when I say everybody, <laughs> you know how you see players keep coming off the bus? Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> There's your comparison. When I say Rock Island brought everybody, they brought everybody. They brought mm-hmm. all four teams. The freshmen, <laughs> they brought all three teams. The JV, the, 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 the freshmen, the JV, and the varsity. <laughs> there were 95 players on the Rock Island sideline. <laughs> you get the idea? Yeah, I do. The starters for Rock Island... And, and this is all going to tie back into the way people played the Stars last year. The starters for Rock Island played one series. One. Mm, mm-hmm. Know what the final score was? No. 66 to nothing. God! Ow! Yeah. Does does that kind of relate to what you're describing? With <laughs> yeah. <ow. laughs> it still wound up sixty-six to nothing. Ow. Oh. Exactly. And I that hate makes to take my ego hurt. And I I hate to take a poke at a friend of mine, Michael Hogue, who's tuning in right now. That's like what everybody does to Andrew Luck and the Indianapolis Colts. And I'm partially a Colts fan because of my daughter. Oh, I see. Now, back to business, if you want to call it that. Shenanigans with J.J. Neely and the snowman here on this Tuesday morning. Okay, and you said it best. Fear? What's that? That relates to the Cowboys right now. There is no fear in playing them. No. No, none, none at all. Um, I, I don't know if we have the talent to go with the coaching, and I don't know if we have the coaching to go with the talent. That's a pretty loaded statement, but is I, the truth? I even said that last year. Huh? <laughs> but, 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 but why, don't people, why don't people in Cowboy Nation see this? Why? I, I just want to know, why don't people see this for the debacle that it's becoming? <laughs> you mean a bunch of NFL players looking like uh, my old high school? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs>
And I, I, I mean, the fans see it. If you go, if you look at my page, you'll see some discussion on Facebook. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, I, yeah. I tend to start some stuff. And, that's, and uh, the that's... management, though, no, they're just busy clapping, you know. Clap, clap, clap. We lost another one. Clap, clap. <sighs> I'm not the biggest fan. I want to cry. I'm not the biggest fan of Stephen A. Smith, as people know. But <clears throat> did, uh, did I wrinkle a nerve? <laughs> you know how I feel about him. <laughs> <clears throat> Instant anger. Oh. But I will echo a statement that he said a few years back. And this applies to all the cowboy fans that are wearing rose-colored glasses. This is not this does not apply to the people that actually see the team for what it is. The statement goes like this and I quote, "You are proud of a team that inept mentally, that unfocused, that undisciplined, that idiotic?" Hey, no, I can't agree with the statement from Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. This is, no, hell hath frozen over. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said that a few years back after the Cowboys lost to the Baltimore Ravens when they missed a field goal to win it. <laughs> Bet you Jason Garrett was still on the sidelines clapping, too. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Ooh, that, that makes me so angry. No, I cannot agree with him. What? No. Oh, man. You ain't got a choice because he, he spoke nothing but truth on this one. <laughs> that definitely applies here. God dang it. I am sorry, Lord. <laughs> But but I feel, I feel like I'm going to hell for agreeing with him. Whoa. How do you think I feel some days? <laughs> okay. Good point taken. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I feel some days, man? <laughs> yeah, okay. But, uh, I, I don't know. All I see on social media, though, is pointing out that if Tony Romo were in, in place of Dak Prescott. Yes, Tony Romo. That we would be Wait, probably what? in the same position. Wait. Yeah, Tony what? Romo. You know what? Tony Romo I, is missing piece. Okay. I have to I, I have to play a sound here. Okay. Because now I wonder what people are thinking. Okay, anybody who knows me knows I'm a big fan of Minnesota Vikings play-by-play guy Paul Allen. Yes. Repeat what you said about what Cowboy fans are saying on social media, please. You want me to say it again? You said the phone broke up. Please say it it again. Some fans out there believe that Tony Romo is the missing piece. If they put him in over deck, yes. Tony Romo, that we would be in the same position the Eagles are right now. <sighs> Paul Allen, if you would, please. Are you kidding me? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree, sir. <laughs> sir, <Sir's>, uh... <laughs> 
Once again, if y'all didn't hear that, Paul Allen, say it again. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and while I'm at it, let me throw Stacy King at him. Hey, Cowboy fans, I have another question. Did you not get the memo? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm over here looking like a human bobblehead. I'm just sitting here nodding my head steadily. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, it, I mean, yeah, it's a mess. Okay. Yes. But it's not Dak's fault. It really is. It's isn't. really not Dak's fault. Dak was dealt a rotten hand. Yes. Period. Let's just call let's just call a spade a spade. Dak was dealt a very rotten hand. Period. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. And you know, I, I heard what you said about LeBron James, and I think the more you put the more talent you put around him, the better Dak will be. Sort of like LeBron was. You don't think he's Elite on his own, and I agree with you. But I think the people around him would make him elite. Like Jason Witten, for example. Uh, yeah. Hall of Fame tight end. Yeah, Hall of Fame tight end. Hall of Fame tight end. Eh, I ain't sold on Des Bryant yet. I, I haven't been sold on Des Bryant since he came out of Oklahoma State, my friend. Can I get a witness here? <laughs> He came out of Oklahoma State, and I'm a, a diehard Longhorns fan. Yes. Slander me if you want. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I saw hey, him in. Hey, hook them horns, okay? I'm a Longhorn fan. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm Good a long. I'm a Longhorn fan, and I my one of my bucket list items is to see a game from the press box at Daryl K. Royal Memorial Stadium. All right. I'm a Longhorn. Oh, fan. dude. <laughs> Take me with you, please. That's my hometown. Done. <laughs> Done. I'll bring the family with me, and we'll make a trip out of it. But it's going to happen. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. People you, trying to sell me for years on Des Bryant. And I will play. Yes. And uh, Mike, I hope you're listening, brother. This is one of my favorite sounds, but I got to play it. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I almost just spewed Dr. Pepper at a double yellow headed Amazon turret. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you, they, you know, when, when Troy Aikman was drafted by the Cowboys, and this is relate back to the current mess they're in, they put people around him that mm -hmm. actually wanted to play Emmett Smith, mm -hmm. Michael Irvin. Alvin Harper, Jay Novacek. <laughs> oh, God. Darryl, oh, I miss being a 10-year-old Cowboys fan. Darryl Johnston. Okay. But you know the one thing the Cowboys mm -hmm. have not fixed in five years? And they say it was the best last year and it was one of the most poorest things on the team? A line. Defense. What defense? We are the Alice Cowboys. There is no D. 
And again, this is coming from a lifelong diehard. Say something about my Cowboys and I'll slap you. Cowboys fan. <laughs> Which caused JJ to utter this in his head, folks. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> And when you have the Eagles at the top of the NFC East bragging, yeah. Eagles fans too, <laughs> congratulations. The NFC East is a trash heap all around. Yeah, look at the New York the Giants. Cowboys. Huh? Yeah, look at the New York Giants. Yes, I was just about to say that. <laughs> the Cowboys are about to play a trashy New York Giants. Guess who's going to win that one? I bet you it's going to be the Giants. You know what? <laughs> I got so much more to say on the Giants. I'll probably do that to close. I'll probably do that on Friday when I do my uh, my football Friday feast. Uh, JJ Neely joining me here to talk the mess that is the Dallas Cowboys, and we're staying. Mm -hmm. Alice st Cowboys. Yeah, Alice Cowboys. There is no D. <clears throat> to and, and this. All right. I invoked Stephen A. earlier. I got to do it again. I got to do it again with this funny soundbite. To all the ones who thought Tony Romo's the missing piece, I have one request. Stay off the weed. <laughs> if you could maybe help Romo gain 300 pounds and, you know, get him healthier in one piece and put him at linebacker, maybe he's the missing piece. <laughs> maybe. No! But until then, no. No, 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 no. No, no, the no, no, no. no. <laughs> exactly. You guessed me, whoever that was. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. You got it. <laughs> the, the, I tell you what, the defense of the Cowboys makes me want to go get a sandwich. Because they're holier than Swiss cheese. Oh, Lord. <laughs> there's no secondary. There's None. no pass rush. You nope. got Demarcus Lawrence, which is eh. You got just David Irving, which is eh. And I tell you what, some of those people, people, uh, <laughs> players, there we go. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> I, <laughs> you riled me up so bad I can't even speak. <laughs> that's hard to do. Oh, man, that's hard to do. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm about to take over Snowman's show. Oh, damn. <laughs> and, and to think my better half has me laughing this hard most nights. <laughs> Oh, because she'll find no, 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 no. I mean that, and it says she'll find something so random and then spit it out. Then I'll be walking out the room laughing. 
Was it as stupid as people? Players and people? Hmm, people. <laughs> we got There's new... my new intro for the Sportatorium when it comes back. People! <laughs> there you go. Have every one of the listeners going, what the hell? <laughs> or even better, have all the people have all What? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, Stone Cold entered the room. Look out, people. What? What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man. Now I want to go watch wrestling. Okay. <laughs> there you See, go. you brought out the aggression in me. Look at that. <laughs> If you want to get a sandwich because the Dallas Cowboy defense is holier than Swiss cheese, add a couple of these. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is downgraded, folks. Oh. This, is com- this is completely deteriorated, and I love every minute of it. <laughs> Welcome to the Snowman and JJ relationship. Yes. <laughs> Where Start some t- off talking business, go nuts otherwise. Where sometimes, even <laughs> in the fit of laughter, we'll try to say this to each other. That's all I can stands. I can't stands no more. And 30 seconds later, we're still laughing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. how much, let's, let's, I, I'm going to try to steer this ship back into, into port, but I'm probably going to fail miserably when I pose this question, but I'll go with it. Do you think? Does it require me to say, huh? What What was your question? Does it require me to say players and people all in one word? People. It might. <laughs> it might require. It sounded it, southern as hell too. Uh, yeah, I know. People. People. <laughs> it might require you to say. You know what? That makes me mad. Okay, let me breathe. (sighs) (sighs) Okay, I'm ready. Can y'all tell we're having fun here? Is the NFL against Jerry Jones and want him out so badly that they're willing to use past incidents against him? I'm going ahead. I'm putting it out there. I'm just going ahead and put the question out there for you. Ooh, can I? How much time do I have to discuss this? Because I have a few things that I want to point out. Go with it. I think the NFL as a whole are hypocrites. I'll agree with that. Hypocrites all the way down. Okay. You got Ray Rice, the situation, and Ezekiel Elliott, domestic whatever the hell, right? Yep. Ray Rice, where is he at? Out. He's nowhere to be found. Nope. Is Ezekiel Elliott, his incidents happened, what, last year? Uh-huh. Beginning of this year? And they want to bring something up that happened last year. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Dallas Police Department, in his case, said that he was nowhere to be near, or nowhere to be found in any of that crap, except for maybe the... Um, the New Orleans incident where he supposedly grabbed somebody's shirt. Yeah. But um, only that had evidence against him. Mm-hmm. And they still wanted to suspend him. Yeah. 
And what's worse is the Cowboys have it in their head that they need him to win. I believe that's one of their weaknesses, by the way. Yeah, it is, big time. One player cannot make the team, as you pointed out, or as you, I think, alluded to, LeBron James, you know. Um, It's not possible for one player to make the team. Yeah, he's going to be important, but they got to figure out what to do with and without him. Because injuries happen, suspensions happen. Yep. Suspensions from two shit that happened two years ago happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is that? Like, I don't understand it. And, you know, the Jerry Jones situation, yeah, I think the NFL's against him, too, because they're bitching about a bathroom bill, too. Yep. Like, come on. You guys... Uh, uh oh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, for any of you that haven't been inside Cowboy Stadium or AT and T Stadium, I'm so sorry. It's, Not really. Um, it's cow- it's Cowboy Stadium. It's Cowboy Stadium. All huh? right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's mm-hmm. Cowboy Stadium. Yes, I agree. It will always be such for me too. Mm-hmm. There is a men's bathroom, a women's bathroom, and a family bathroom, okay? Yeah. For any issue with the bathroom thing, Wait. there's a family bathroom. Anybody's welcome. You would think. And, and furthermore, any issue for or against the bathroom situation is going to cost both the NFL business and Jerry Jones. Yep. So you you have a problem with Texas's lawmakers banning that situation. I'm not going to get into it because I hate politics. Um, I can't stand politics. Every time I think of politics, every, every time I think of politics, I think of this sound. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, it just—it's it, bad. It's bad for business. It's horrible. They it's absolutely politics. horrible. I, you won't for the people that kneel. You won't get any sympathy from me. My dad fought in the army. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, I understand the issues with those people in that situation. However, you're going to disrespect the people that fought for your freedom. In my yep. opinion, yes. Yep. By taking a knee during the national anthem. Oh, God. They, and they say, huh? Oh, God. And they say it's not about the national anthem. Okay. That's so, bullshit. It, exactly. Take a knee any other time. And if you're going to take a knee, do something about it. Um, Donate to your community, whatever. Um... Jim Carrey is coming to mind right now. Uh-oh. I have a question for Roger Goodell, and it goes like this. Has anybody ever told you you have a serious impulse control problem? <laughs> Case in point, Tom Brady. Oh, Jesus. Hate me. I don't care. I hate Tom Brady. Me? I've never made a secret of that. 
<laughs> that was to anybody listening that knows me. <laughs> Not to you. Because you and I think a lot alike. I've made... Charles Barkley. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Is Tom Brady not Goodell's golden boy? Tell me he's not. Let me ask again, Mr. Goodell. Has anybody ever told you you have a serious impulse control problem? Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. I think unless you're the Patriots or, you know, the Patriots, <laughs> Roger Goodell is going to be against you. I really do. Going back to the very first question. Yeah, I think he has a problem with Jerry Jones. Yep. I think he has a problem with what Jerry Jones has done to, or to help the NFL as well. I can't name every single accomplishment. I am so sorry. But I know he's done a crap ton to help the league. Yeah. To advance and improve. So while Cowboys fans don't think he know, uh, don't think he has any business sense whatsoever. He actually does. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. Um, he he is the reason why I actually got into sports management and went that way because he has a degree in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, I, I kind of wanted to be him when I was a kid because, nice. you know, he, he had everything. Now, it, it's, it's sad. Now, when it comes to, okay, Jim Carrey is coming to mind again. As we're approaching, <laughs> bring it on. We're about 20, we're about 20 minutes away from completion, but Jim Carrey is coming to mind again. And, uh, my girlfriend loves when I do this clip from Batman Forever. This Uh-oh. is your brain in the box. This is my brain in the box. Does anybody else feel like a fried egg? <laughs> Watch oh. out. Watch out. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm awake. <laughs> you all right, man? <laughs> Just... Choking on Dr. Pepper, that's all. I didn't mean to play that while you were drinking Dr. Pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So much for it. This is where Brian learns that he will never have me on the show again. Right here. Um, wrong. (laughs) Uh, Oh, or not. (laughs) (laughs) I plan to have you on a lot more time. I plan to have you a lot more time. Oh, on a geez. lot more time. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Beware of comedy show. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I had in mind while we dis- while we discussed this this topic. Now, people love riling me up about <laughs> LeBron James. I know you get riled up about what's going on with the going on with the Cowboys, but to, I, I'll come back to a situation you spoke of. Mm-hmm. Why is Ezekiel only suspended and Ray Rice is gone from the league? Why is that? Exactly. Exactly. And let me ask you this. Go for it. How does the evidence compare between the two? Okay, because Mr. Goodell said they had enough evidence to prove Ezekiel Elliott guilty. Yep. 
Dallas police said they didn't have any. I live in Dallas. I believe Dallas over to Bell. Something's not matching here. <laughs> something ain't right. Some something no. something funky is going on with that case. And I know there was a period of time where, you know, things happened and I wasn't active in the sports community. Mm-hmm. Uh, during this time, and Ezekiel Elliott had uh, the text conversation with his girlfriend, or whatever the hell you want to call her, yeah. uh, released to the public pertaining to the domestic violence. Mm-hmm. And she was bribing him, according to the, the text conversation. Oh, yeah, she was trying to extort him. Forget a bribe, she was trying to yeah. extort him. Yeah. So is Zeke really guilty, or are you just trying to make an example out of the kid? I believe the latter. They're trying to make an example out of him, and it's not right. And from a business standpoint, let's pretend we're GMs of an NFL franchise. If you have a player like that that's on your team, he's really good, has to have the spotlight because he is that good. Yep. By the way, I started out saying he was overrated. Um, I'm back to that, by the way. Um, do you do you want that kind of attention on your team? Young, immature, and skilled, but causes distraction. Do, do you even need him on your team? Do you even want him on your team should be the question. Yeah, exactly. Do you even? And apparently, they can't win without him. Des Bryant, hello. <laughs> Michael Irvin. Hello. And Des and Des has the nerve to wear Michael Irvin's number. Child, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ocho Cinco. Here we go. Des, Child, please. <laughs> Des Bryant has the nerve to wear number eighty-eight. When Michael Jer- Michael Michael Jordan, when Michael Irvin was, I you know what I just did one of uh, JJ's moves. I tried to say Jordan and Irvin at the same time because I've been talking about Michael Jordan all morning. Des Bryant <laughs> had the nerve to wear number eighty-eight. Michael Irvin wore eighty-eight. Well, he had and actually made plays. He had his blessing though. He said he was the next great eighty-eight. Irvin did. About this. I'm sorry, I wouldn't no. He doesn't <laughs> he doesn't deserve to wear eighty eight, just like a certain basketball player doesn't deserve to wear twenty three. Cough, LeBron, cough, cough. Cough, LeBron James, cough. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know either. It's it's a mess, it's ugly. It will be better next year. However, it's not Jason Garrett's fault. Not just his fault. Yeah, a lot of people are at fault in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I think Jerry Jones may be, too. Mm-hmm. Who's the owner and who's the GM? Jerry Jones. Mm. Yeah, something wrong with that picture, folks? <laughs> and he chased off... Uh, Jimmy Johnson. Y'all remember him? I know y'all remember him. Oh, I, def- I definitely remember Jimmy Johnson. 
Tom Landry was chased off. Yep. Now he has a statue outside of our stadium in his honor. That's ironic. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe in this sense, Jerry Jones's control is the problem because That's he managed to chase off Bill Parcells. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you chase the big tuna off. That's incredible. He was done. He was like, <laughs> "That's incredible." It is incredible. To me. That's incredible to me that you chased off. You chased off Bill Parcells, who coached a Our rival, game. a division rival of yours. Yeah, and one of the biggest assholes in the league. Yep. And he got results for that. That's kind of the military mentality. Kick ass and win. Mm-hmm. That's, I kind of liked him, honestly, because that's the way I was brought up. Look, I love Bill, I, I love Bill Parcells. I absolutely yeah. love Bill Parcells. But that's, that's, what, that's what today's NFL has come to. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, to, that's I have what no words for the Cowboys. I really don't. I think it's <laughs> over next year. I said, huh? I think they're done. I think Jason Garrett is done next year. I really believe that. Mm-mm. Nope, he's not. No? How come? Well, did- no. Well, does anybody is anybody done next year? What do you th- what do you think happens? We'll no. clo- we'll close with this. What do you think happens next season? Uh, next season is hard. I figure they they'll, they'll do like they did this off season. Ah, oh, we'll pick him off the sidelines of this team, backup player. We'll pick him off the sidelines of that team. We'll draft him, who was a backup in college. And they'll be starters. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an endless cycle because Jerry Jones is the owner and GM. Yeah, that's a scary combination. Yes. And we're stuck with that as long as the Jones family has control of that team. That's just the way it's going to be. And every Cowboys fan I know of with some sense will tell you that too. It's the truth. It's the mm-hmm. it's the it's the absolute truth. Oh, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> this has been a fun fun conversation. I plan to have him back on. JJ Neely talking all things Cowboys joining me this morning. Tell everybody where they can find you, my friend. You guys can find me on Facebook. Uh, just search JJ Neely. Um, Twitter JJN09. Uh, other than that, I'm a freaking hermit. Back to my cave. <laughs> Until you come on here again, and I hope to have you on next week. Thanks a lot, partner. I appreciate the time. Hey, thank you. That was one of the most fun conversations I ever had on air. Period. This is Snowman in the Morning, where true sports talk lives. That's what? Are you kidding me? You know what? I'm the juggernaut, bitch! 
52 beyond the hour getting ready to wrap up shop here don't forget check out our podcast that will be available one hour after the show completes go to sitmorning.arenasportsnet.com and click on the podcast and you'll get an instant replay of today's show well, it's uh, about that time to close up shop here, and I want to thank J.J. Neely for coming on. I want to thank Jonathan Mathis for coming on. Um, Antoine uh, Smith of Smitty Sports Machine was supposed to join me, but I think he overslept. I think. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I hope to have him on very, very soon. And Mike Hogue keeps begging me to come on my show. And he thinks he can just bribe his way on my show. You're going to have to do a lot better than that, Mike. And I'm me- I'm messing with him as I'm closing up shop here. But I want to say this. I will, I will close with this and we'll get out of here. Just when you think you've done enough, you need to do more. That's a lesson that I think that I finally had to learn about how to make everything work and um, learning how to use social media because I'm still a rookie when it comes to it. I know how to post things. I'm not good with the hashtags. I really am not. And I had a potential advertiser tell me that, and I appreciate that. How can I get mad at something that he knows more than I? But what I want to do is get someone in place that will handle that I hate being a one-man gang, but at, but to this juncture, I've had to. But you know what? To this point, it's been worth it because I got motivated when someone told me to make this a hobby. I got news for them. It ain't a hobby. It's not a hobby. It's who I am and it's what I do. I've had people tell me, that I'll never make money doing this. I've had people tell me that this needs to be a side job. I've had people tell me, like my mother and my sister, like Delbert Yates Jr., like Jody Dials, like Linnell Vine, to just completely walk away and never pick up a microphone again. Well, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give anybody that has been against me the satisfaction of walking away just so they can say, we drove him away. We knew he didn't have the balls to stick it out. I got news for y'all. I've stuck it out for 22 damn years. 22 years. And you ain't going to stop me now. Period. I'm too determined to make this work. I'm going to add a few things to the attack. I'm going back to school in January. I got a property preservation biz that I'm going to start after the new year to bring in a little more cash to help myself and my family. And you people on the outside that want to see me fail will not stop me. Period. I'm sick and tired of proving myself to people that don't want to see the evidence that I'm not giving this up. 
So you can just listen to the show and watch it and be as mad as you want that I'm not doing things your way because I particularly do not care. I don't care. I really don't bleeping care. I'm going to get all the pieces I need finally to put this together. I'm going to make sure that I'm going, I am going to grab something steady, but it's going to be on my terms. And it's going to be steady enough for me to continue to do this and build it and make this my steady thing. Where I can just continue to do what I love to do. I'm not proving people wrong anymore. I'm proving myself right. Because I'm tired of these sometimes supporters that don't want to see this happen. Let me give a shout out to Brian Willis. Let me give a, uh, a shout out to Isaac Moore and to Mark Kelly for being my first and to Beth Harold for being my first four subscribers on my subscriber promotion of Snowman in the Morning. If you want to be a subscriber, go to sitmorning.arenasportsnet.com slash support. I'm encouraging all the fans with the content that we're going to continue to be putting up. Please support the show. And your financial support will help this show grow. It'll help it build. Can get some better equipment. Can get some swag to give away during a trivia segment that I want to bring in. It can help us expand the show, do more interviews, and have more chats with everybody. And continue to bring true sports talk at its finest and at its best. Period. I'm not giving up. I hope y'all don't give up on me. Rick Curdy comes on tomorrow, but until then, have a great day. God bless. Remember to make your next move your best move. And always remember, if your dreams don't scare you, then they are not big enough. Mine are frightening the daylights out of me, but I'm going with it. Talk to y'all tomorrow. Snowman out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.